0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your spirit.
0: Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God, Here he is, so here he is, so Gloria in excelsis Deo, et in terra pax hominibus, bonae voluntatis, laudamus Te, benedicimus Te, adoramus Te, glorificamus Te, grazie sagimus Te, Procter maniam gloriam tuam. Domine Deus, rex celestis, Deus Pater, omnipotens, Domine Filii unigenite, Iesu Christi. Domine Deus, agnus Dei. Filius Patris, patries quito nobis quito this peccata deprecationem suschipe Qui sedes ad dexteram Patris, miserere nobis. Quoniam tu solus sanctus, tu solus dominus, tu solus satihi simus. Christe, cum Sancto Spiritu. In glory are they Amen. Let us pray. O God, who on this day through your only begotten Son have conquered death and unlocked for us the path to eternity, grant, we pray, that we who keep the solemnity of the Lord's resurrection may, through the renewal brought by your Spirit, rise up in the light of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.
2: A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened all over Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. This man God raised on the third day and granted that he be visible not to all the people, but to us, the witnesses chosen by God in advance, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord.
1: this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad give praise to the lord for he is good his mercy endures forever let the house of israel say hand has done mighty deeds his right hand is exalted i shall not die i shall live and recount the deeds of the lord this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad the stones the builders rejected has become the cornerstone by the lord has this been done a marvel in our eyes this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad
2: a reading from the letter of saint paul to the colossians brothers and sisters if you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not, as, not of what is on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When your life appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. The word of the Lord.
1: Christians to the paschal Victim. Offer your thankful praises. A them the sheep redeems. Christ only who is sinless. Reconciles sinners to the Father. Death and life have contended in that combat stupendous. The prince of life who died reigns immortal. Speak, Mary, declaring What you saw wayfaring The tomb of Christ who is living The glory of Jesus' resurrection Bright angels attesting The shroud and napkin resting Yes, Christ, my hope, is arisen. To Galilee he goes before you. Christ, indeed, from death is risen, our new life obtaining. Have mercy, victor, King, ever reigning. Amen. Are they the
0: according to John Praise to you, Lord
1: Jesus Christ
0: On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, "They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him." So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed." For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The gospel of the Lord. The
1: Lord
0: My grandfather, who died five years ago, um, was a salesman his whole life. And when he found out that I was going to be a priest, he uh, harangued me. And he says, you have the best product in the world, and you're not selling it. I'm talking about the Catholic Church and the priests in general said, Jesus was dead for three days, and then he was walking around again. No one has ever done that before or since. Like, you have the best product in the world. He also said, you have the best boss in the world, God. Um, God rest him. But he's right. We have the best product in the world. There's no one else in the, in the history of the cosmos who's ever gone into death, into the jaws of the tomb, and come out alive. And not even just as alive as he was before. Jesus raised Lazarus, for instance, or, or the son of the widow of Nain. But the kind of alive Jesus was, was something the cosmos had never seen. Um, that he was glorified, resurrected, um, never to die again. And this is the central mystery of Christianity. The gospel uh, is that Jesus has saved us from sin and from its most poisonous effect, which is death. It's been said that the Gospels are just passion narratives with long introductions. That the central thing, I mean, Jesus' 30 years of his hidden life, we know a few things. How Mary uh, heard the angel's announcement. Um, Jesus is getting lost in the temple when he was 12 years old. We know a lot about the three years of public ministry he had. But the most detailed account where there's just these little things like burial cloths and face napkins, like the real focus of what was important about Jesus is that he died and that he rose. Um, That's the dynamite of the gospel that explodes out of Jerusalem and goes all over the world and even to today is being announced and the kingdom is being um, advanced through that good news, that we no longer need to fear death so long as we cling to Christ crucified and risen. There's just three things I want to point out things that we must take to heart as Christians um, because of this truth. One is that Jesus is alive, obviously, um, but we often treat Jesus like a historical figure or um, a wise religious teacher from of yore. And my least favorite manifestation of this is WWJD. What would Jesus do? Because to me, I I know that many people who say that or wear the bracelet don't mean that Jesus is dead. And we have to figure out like, what would he do in this situation? Like my grandfather, if he were here, Um, it's what is Jesus doing? Jesus is doing things. Um, He's alive in his body, the church. um, And we can talk to him. We can uh, pray to him. We can ask him what he thinks about the situations and, and we can love him, most importantly, that he's here in the, in the sacraments, he's here in the poor, he's here in one another. Um, we are actually loving the risen Jesus when we, when we put others before ourselves. The other great truth is we will have bodies in heaven. It's not God's will that we escape this world, but that this world is restored and redeemed. Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. Meaning we are all, we believe in the resurrection of the dead. We say that in the creed, but it's not like we believe that Jesus rose from the dead. We believe in the resurrection, when all of the, um, of the just will rise from their graves and live forever in the restored kingdom of God, which is not some place up in the clouds, but this place, which is in labor pangs right now as it's being redeemed through the paschal mystery, the suffering and the death um, of the body of Christ. The church and being reborn and finally in the end times will be God all in all the way God intends it to be. But the way that plays out in my day-to-day life is that I, as another Christ, as a member of his body, also must love the world. God doesn't look at the world and say, oh, well, that was a good first draft. I'm going to wipe it away and make a new one. He loves the world and loves us who are in it uh, so much that he comes into our world and uh, redeems it from the inside out i was just i went for a walk yesterday down the south loop uh, on holy saturday i was wearing my clerics and praying the rosary and uh, just a couple people it was very empty streets of course and this one young woman was running and she ran past me and we kind of did our social justice thing and she took out one of her earbuds and goes oh hi happy easter (laughs) because seeing that i was a priest then another one i was uh kind of hustling across a long intersection and I didn't quite make it and the light turned green and there was this guy in a truck I was standing right in front of and I kind of waved to say sorry and his windows were open and he goes hey father happy Easter <laughs> I just thought what a beautiful thing I think that um the world is beautiful and the city is beautiful and the people in it are beautiful and good and God sees that and we must see that that um Being a Christian does not mean cordoning yourself off and holding on to some faith over and against uh, the world. The world has resisted God. and The reason it dies is because we have rebelled against God's loving will that we live. And um, he does not respond to that rebellion by scoffing or putting us off or ignoring us or saying you get what you deserve he goes into the world with this loving openness that causes him to be crucified causes him to be rejected but he in the resurrection subsumes all of that pettiness and ego and selfishness and sin in his uh ocean of mercy and love Um, and that's proved on the day of the resurrection that that love is stronger than than death and finally um we learn from the resurrection that that there's nowhere we can go where he, he won't find us. Um, Hans Urs von Balthasar had a, a theology of the, of the Passion. We talked about the Son going forth from the Father, being sent forth. He's never separated from the Father because of the Holy Spirit, the vinculum amoris, the bond of love that, that binds the Son to the Father, where any one person of the Trinity, Father, Son, or Holy Spirit, is present. All three are there. But the Son goes forth from the Father's side and down into the depths of our world, but even more so down into death, into the tomb. Even more so than that, he goes down to hell, where all of the souls have been trapped because of uh, sin. And he goes to open the gates of hell. We have that great harrowing of hell, or he descended into hell in order to unlock the gates and, and raise all of the, all of the souls of, that were locked out of the kingdom because of our rebellion. And that vinculum amoris, as he goes down to the utter depths, um, as far away from the Father, so to speak, as, as we could possibly get. He goes down even below that, and that vinculum memoris is like a big rubber band that snaps him back to the, si- the Father's side in the ascension. And um, he carries us all with him in his humanity, in his body. Uh, so that distance between Father and Son, which is not a physical distance or even a spiritual distance, but he, he goes forth to get us, and now if we run from the Father... What we're doing is running into the arms of the Son. He's got us utterly surrounded. And um, that, I think, is such an important truth uh, for all of us. That there is nowhere we can go that that he is not there. That even in those times when we don't get it, or that part of our, our will is still rebellious and still chooses death, we go down into death, we go down into sin, and there's Jesus, his face open. Uh, arms and, and loving embrace to, to bring us back. That's the great good news. That's what the apostles learned on this, on this Sunday. Um, and they didn't get it, of course, at first. It's all very confusing and, and new. But um, over 2,000 years of, of tradition, of apostolic tradition, to reflect on this mystery that um, we have the best product in the world and we should be selling it, we should be living it, um, that Jesus is alive that he loves the world, that he loves all of us, and there's nowhere we can go, that he won't find us and love us. Dear brethren, through the Paschal Mystery, we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that our Lenten observance is concluded, let us renew the promises of holy baptism by which we once renounced Satan and his works and promised to serve God in the holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you, do you renounce satan I do. and all his works I do. and all his empty show I do. do you believe in God the Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth I do. do you believe in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord who was born of the Virgin Mary suffered death and was buried rose again from the dead and is seated at the right hand of the Father I do. do you believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church the communion of Saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and life everlasting may Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keep us by his grace in Christ Jesus our Lord for eternal life. Amen. Let us offer our prayers to the Father. We pray for the church, her pastors, and her people. pray especially for those who go without the consolation of the sacraments during this holy season. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear
2: our prayer.
0: We pray for peace in our world and end to the coronavirus epidemic. We pray for those who govern us. For courage and wisdom, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our families, our friends, our benefactors. And pray for those especially who are anxious during these times. For their peace, we pray to the Lord. Lord, for all the sick and the suffering, those who are dying, those who will die today. For their peace, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear For Easter joy, we may share in the joy of the resurrection. And witness that joy to the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear for the intentions we hold in our hearts. This Mass we pray for the repose of the soul of Marge Florio and for the intentions of Virginia McCaskey. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear Father, everything we have comes from you. Teach us how to pray as we ought and give us what we truly need. Through Christ our Lord. brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May
2: the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our baby, the good and of all his
0: holy church. Exultant with paschal gladness, O Lord, we offer the sacrifice by which your church is wondrous, wondrously reborn and nourished, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit, lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
1: It is right and just.
0: It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But on this day, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying he has destroyed our death and by rising restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, you therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Blaise, our Bishop, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you for them we offer you this sacrifice of praise that they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being and paying their homage to you the eternal God living and true celebrating the most sacred day of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh and in communion with those whose memory we venerate especially the glorious ever-virgin Mary mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ and blessed Joseph her spouse your blessed apostles and martyrs Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers and all things, we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and count it among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect, make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven to you, O God, his Almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Therefore, O oh Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we your servants and your holy people offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant able to just the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who those sinners, hope in your abundant mercies. Graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, you sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. On behalf of those unable to receive communion today, we make this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Look upon your church, O God, with unfailing love and favor, so that, renewed by the paschal mysteries, she may come to the glory of the resurrection. Through Christ our Lord.
1: Amen.
0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow down for the blessing. May Almighty God bless you through today's Easter solemnity and in his compassion defend you from every assault of sin. Amen. Amen. And may he who restores you to eternal life in the resurrection of his only begotten endow you with the prize of immortality. Amen. Amen. Now that the days of the Lord's passion have drawn to a close, may you who celebrate the gladness of the Paschal Feast come with Christ's help and exalting in spirit to those feasts that are celebrated in eternal joy. Amen. <clears throat> and may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Echinacheli letare, alleluia. Qui areu wistiportare, alleluia. Resurrect, sikutixit, alleluia. Ora pronobiste. Alleluia.